This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of our Raw Reaction Series. Joining you at 8am every morning, keeping you up to date with all the latest Arsenal transfer news. Thank you for joining me in the more familiar surroundings in a ridiculously hot studio. Uh, It is so warm. Uh, I don't know about you guys. I slept probably about, or to be fair, the night before last, I slept about two hours though. Four hours is an improvement, but still, goodness me, it is a joke. Uh, and I will keep moaning about it. And I can see people, I can just listen to them, I can hear them just screaming at their uh, screens right now going, it's not as hot as you think, stop moaning. I'm going to moan because this is a joke. <laughs> so uh, good morning to everybody joining me in the chat box. Uh, thank you for tuning in yesterday to our tactical breakdown on Fabio Vieira. Uh, we covered him in uh, great detail some expert insight, made some comparisons between him and uh, Bernardo Silva, Phil Foden and Martin Odegaard. Apologies, I had to cut that off pretty quickly towards the end. I had the most, the, the coughing fit of all coughing fits after that show. And I'm hoping that that's not going to return today, but there's no promises. I'm going to try and do this as, as long as feasibly possible, but I am still not 100% back to full fitness. So do uh, forgive me for that, but good morning, everybody in the chat box joining us. Hope you're doing good and well. We've got Sartvik, we've got uh, Matt G, Tony, Akshat, Olu, Scotty. Uh, we've got Jose as well, Canoe. Uh, we've got Raheel. Uh, we've got Simon. Good morning, guys. Eamon, Connor, Steve. Good morning to all of you. Hope you're doing good and well. Manu, Rancid, Peter, Bruce. Good morning, everybody. Hope you're all doing good and well and enjoying uh, the warm weather uh, a lot more than I have uh, the last few days, that's for sure. We kick off uh, with our first story. Make sure, if you haven't done so already, to drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel as well. We kick off with news that PSG have an interest in Gabriel Magalash, our Brazilian defender. Uh, that's according to Tutok Makato, who claimed that the French side want to try and get hold of of Gabriel if they miss out on Milan uh, or Milos Skriniar. 
Um, Skriniar, he looks more likely to move to Chelsea at this stage as part of a swap deal involving Romelu Lukaku. Therefore, PSG are looking at alternatives and are looking towards Gabriel. Now, this is a good thing. It may not seem like a good thing, but trust me, this is a good thing. I've wanted Arsenal to have their players linked to the biggest clubs in the world for some time. And Gabriel has now drawn interest from not only Juventus, but now PSG. We want our players to be drawing attention from these teams because it means that we've bought the right players. It means that we've got players that people are wanting and are after. And it goes to show that we've made some right choices in the market. So you've got to say fair play to the team. It's now the next challenge on from that is obviously keeping those players at the club. And that's what we're going to hope to be able to do with Gabriel in the near future. Contract discussions are a possibility. Now, Atalanta continue to want to try and sign Nuno Tavares. Arsenal being linked with a possible replacement, which we'll talk about shortly. But Tavares is wanted by Atalanta and the supposed 40 million euro uh, asking price is quite significant. I think more of a loan, uh, a dry loan with no option to buy is probably the most likely outcome of this. Um, looking specifically at a player like Tavares, who's got Premier League experience and experience of playing in Europe with Benfica. He is worth more than that 7 million, 8 million pounds that we bought him for. But I don't think you're going to see Arsenal get anything more than, say, £20 million for him. Um, I think you'd be lucky to get close to that, to be fair. But I think we should still make a, ser- a significant profit. But Atalanta are supposedly being told that it's €40 million Euros or nothing. So let's wait and see what happens with this one. But this is a story we're definitely going to keep our eyes on and keep you updated as it develops. But Atalanta still very much pushing to try and sign Nuno Tavares. Now, Udinese want to sign Pablo Marie. It is going to be a pretty difficult deal for them to try and do, considering they are struggling financially to try and get hold of their targets. They have got a few players they could sell this summer, including Nahuel Molina that was linked to Arsenal and Gerard De Lafeo as well. Um, but speaking, the Udine director, Marino, said, Marie's deal with Arsenal is absolutely not an easy negotiation for us. Molina and De Lafeo could leave the club in case we receive good proposals. We're not used to selling our talents after one season. Uh, I think Pablo Marie eventually will move to Udinese. He seemed, he's very, very willing and wanting to move to Udinese. And so that's expected that uh, that it will probably take place. How much Arsenal end up getting is a different matter of fact, because Arsenal spent around £14 million. People are pretty unaware of actually how much we invested to sign Pablo Marie. There was a loan fee and then there was a permanent fee on top of that. And it comes to over £10 million, close to £14 million in total to get Pablo Marie into the club. So Arsenal will be wanting to recoup as much of that as feasibly possible, but will find that difficult because Udinese are not exactly strapped with cash at the moment. Now, moving to possibilities of players moving into the club, despite Arsenal signing Fabio Vieira, it will not slow down Arsenal's attempts to try and sign other forward players. And Rafinha continues to be linked with a move to North London this summer. Arteta loves this guy. He would love to see him come to Arsenal. And we are positioning ourselves to try and be the front runners for the signing of Rafinha. It is a possibility still that we see him come in despite the signing of Fabio, as I say. If Arsenal can get this deal done, it would be a big, big plus for the club. But uh, just because we've signed Fabio doesn't rule out this signing whatsoever. And Arsenal are still said to be the favourites to try and bring him into the team with Barcelona reportedly moving on from Rafinha as a potential option, which was his favourite destination to choose. Arsenal could be next on that list. It's one that I think will drag 
towards the end of the window. However, I, I would be surprised if this is a deal, if, if it does happen, that gets done early on in the window. Now, Gabriel Jesus, our latest on this is that Arsenal are, as we talked about yesterday, you know, pretty much assured uh, that they would bring Gabriel Jesus in. It's it's the clubs have agreed. The player has agreed for some time that he's wanted to move to Arsenal. He's away on holiday at the moment. This is one of those deals that I would expect to take place uh, closer to the return of pre-season on the 27th of June. Around that time, we will probably be seeing this happen. But as Knuckles in the chat book says, our daily Jesus update, not much has changed from yesterday. It's It's very, very likely that this deal is going to happen at this stage, which is very, very strong and positive for Arsenal. Now, our penultimate story of the day is on Lissandro Martinez, the Ajax defender that can play centre-back and left-back, as revealed by David Ornstein yesterday. Arsenal have prioritised the player. Now, James Benj of CBS Sports actually reported that Arsenal were looking at bringing in both a left-back and a left-sided centre-back this summer, and they might be able to achieve both of those with just the one player. I'm going to be looking to do a tactical breakdown on Lissandro Martinez as soon as feasibly possible. But Arsenal have already had a €30 million bid rejected by Ajax. They are expected to go back in. There were reports claiming that Arsenal had already offered £5 million more than previously had done. The £25 million rejected going up now to that €30 million, £35-ish million. We don't know if that's going to be accepted or we don't know how much Ajax want for the player but he is a very, very strong, versatile option. He's also a very good player in the sense that he offers kind of similar to what Tomiyasu would offer. And I think this is quite smart from Arteta because what we obviously saw at the end of last season was when Tomiyasu wasn't available, Tierney was tasked with playing that more disciplined fullback role to allow Cedric to be more offensive. However, when Tierney got injured... It did mean that obviously Cedric and Tavares both quite offensive fullbacks. It just there was no balance to the defence whatsoever. So actually having someone like uh, Lissandra Martinez as a potential option to be that disciplined left-sided Tomiyasu, if you will, it gives Arsenal that balance that we've wanted in the defence and gives us that Tommy option on the left-hand side. So really, really strong. I really like this profile of player. We'll learn more about him as, of course, we do our tactical breakdowns in the near future. But this is a really positive move for Arsenal and it shows that clearly we're willing to invest heavily in positions that we necessarily didn't think we were going to. I actually wrote a piece about this the other day talking about how Ben White signing last summer showed that Arsenal are willing to pull out some surprises during the transfer windows. I think both this and the Fabio Vieira deal show that perfectly. Now, our final story of the day, unfortunately, is not a positive one. Uh, Yuri Tillemans' move to Arsenal is in a bit of doubt. It was reported yesterday, uh, according to Sky Sports, that Arsenal's interest in the player had somewhat cooled um, and that the chances of him signing a uh, kind of a permanent, not permanent, but a one-year extension at Leicester were more likely. Now, I... Give me two seconds. Uh, I think that this is a, a deal that is going to become more difficult for Arsenal to do. Now, basically, I, I spoke to a couple of people yesterday, well ahead of this actually being um, revealed uh, in the evening. And uh, I, I remember speaking to, to Ben Jacobs of CBS Sports about this. And I said, are you hearing kind of what I'm hearing about this, that there's some issues with the deal? Um, and because a couple of people have actually mentioned to me yesterday that there was some problems. Um, I can't go into the reasons as to why, but in regards to actually 
the, the Tielemans deal happening, it is less likely than what we thought it was going to be. Uh, it was kind of 50-50. It, it looked a little bit closer to the, the not-so-good side of things yesterday. And then, of course, these reports from Sky came out in the evening, which kind of just legitimised those claims. Um, Arsenal want to make sure that they have players that are um, that everything kind of falls in place during the negotiation process and it's proving a bit tricky. It could be that, you know, Leicester are trying to get maximum value for their player. It could be that the, the Tielemans side of things wants to get maximum for the player himself, but it's just it's just proving to be a bit more tricky than it previously was looking like. Um, so, yeah, I, I, it's a deal that can still happen. It's not a case of this won't categorically happen, but it's just proving to be a lot more difficult than it looked previously. So, Yash, when you say, will we sign Tillemans? I can't sit here and say, yes, we will because there are some issues um, with this. There are some problems with this. It, Jose says, could be a smokescreen. I don't know why it would be a smokescreen. Arsenal have wanted Tielemans for a long time. They agreed, you know, terms with the player for and have done for a long, long time, since all the way back in January, as Ben Jacobs has reported of CBS Sports. But it, it's proven more difficult in the past couple of weeks and to be honest it makes sense while we've now not seen any more updates on this it makes sense while we've not seen this deal progress like the Gabriel Jesus deal looks to be progressing he has been Arsenal's priority in this position and to be fair the Fabio Vieira situation didn't affect this you know it wasn't a case of bringing in Fabio um, it's just a situation where uh, it's proving a little bit more tricky. Um, Ife says Fabrizio says otherwise. That's not entirely true. Fabrizio, what he reported yesterday was that the the, the contract extension um, was the, the the tricky part. You know, the, the, not the tricky part. Sorry, that I'll read you the tweet. He says, "Been told Yuri Tillemans is not considering to sign a contract extension with Leicester. Could be an option in September in case he doesn't leave, but not now. That's not what we're saying. It's the." the it's the actual process of Arsenal trying to sort out a deal. Arsenal haven't actually made a bid yet. You know, this is why I actually replied to a few tweets claiming that this deal was advanced. You know, I've never said confidently, I feel like this is an advanced deal because Arsenal have never made the bids at this point. I, I couldn't, in my world, I wouldn't describe the deal in my subjective opinion as advanced because we've not made an offer. We've not made a bid to Leicester yet. Um, because that one side of things is not entirely sorted before we try and talk to the player, uh, before we, sorry, talk to the club about a possible bid. It's a very tricky situation. I'm hopeful that Arsenal can change this. I'm hopeful that this is a deal that gets done. But unfortunately, unfortunately, it's, it's not going as plain sailing as we might have been assuming it would have done, which is a frustration. Um, but yeah. Anyway, uh, we're going to complete the news there and we're going to take some of your questions from the chat box. Uh, I hope you guys are uh, enjoying what has been a very up and down show so far regarding news, positives with Lissandro Martinez, Gabriel Jesus, Rafinha, etc. Not so much with Tielemans. Um, if you've got any questions you'd like to throw into the chat, we're going to tackle those in just a quick second. Okay, 
Let's jump into the chat box and see what you guys are saying. Dan the Max says, are there any strikers out of contract that could be useful? Strikers that are out of contract this summer? I mean, not really. Um, if we have a look at the contract expiring lists on transfer marked, uh, there isn't really any strikers that stand out, unfortunately. Position, forwards, show. Let's have a quick check on who is going to be running out. I mean, Dybala looks like he's going to be signing for Inter. Uh, Andrea Bellotti is just not of the age profile that we're looking at right now. Divock Origi is going to AC Milan. Uh, Luis Suarez is just not the profile that we're looking at. Zuba again is another one we're just not looking at right now. And then you start getting into the really kind of low down, uh, not low down, but just not as highly rated. We're down to the Danny Welbecks of this world. So I don't think you're unfortunately going to see a striker coming in on a free. Um, Patrick Carlson says, is Tielemans on his way to Spurs? Well, there are other clubs interested. And, you know, if Arsenal are changing their minds about Tielemans, which is a real possibility now, maybe a team like Tottenham or someone else will come in. There are other teams. It is not just Arsenal that are looking at Yuri Tielemans. And he is available for a very reasonable price tag. It is led to be believed around the 25 to 30 million pound figure. So if Arteta and Arsenal are changing their minds on Tielemans, uh, for whatever reason, then... Yes, I think that Tottenham and other clubs will certainly be alerted to the possibility of this deal happening. Uh, Rich says, surely if we agree personal terms with Tillemans, then we can force the remove early and refuse to sign the year extension. Look, there are so many different aspects when it comes to deals. There is the player, there is the club, there is the intermediaries, there is the clauses. There is so much more to a transfer than what we just expect or what we're led to believe on video games and even, you know, when we're reporting on them, there are so many different agreements, not just with the player, but the clubs, the intermediaries, everything that needs to be agreed before a transfer can happen. Sometimes you have to look at other clubs because there's sell-on clauses, etc. that have to be sorted out. Third-party stuff that goes on with other players, not specifically Tillemans in this case, but certainly others. It's just because you've agreed personal terms with the player and he's agreed verbally to come to the club doesn't mean that a deal will definitely happen. It doesn't also mean that you can push through a deal either. It's Transfers are so much more complicated than people really think they are. Because honestly, you, you see like you see how they're portrayed in Football Manager and in FIFA and stuff like this, and it's just a misrepresentation, unfortunately, of the situation, which makes it very, very difficult. Uh, Steve says, do you think Bellerin's contract will be cancelled? If it is, it's a joke. Um, it's a real, it's a real big joke. Unfortunately, if that is um, the situation, uh, actually, it says all I will say is I don't get attached to players that aren't Arsenal players yet. Only leads to heartburn if the deal isn't completed. Not, um, not to mention in the uh, the meltdown if a player joins a rival. Uh, Maggie says I feel like Tom is holding back on some Tillman's details. Look, it's just you're not gonna. It's just some things you can't say uh it's it's a frustration um but you know when you're told certain things and you're asked not to mention them i'm gonna respect that you know but i mean i messaged uh ben jacobs yesterday talking about because i'd heard from a couple of people that there have been some issues and i messaged him about i mean i can check the time for you if you like uh around six o'clock i think it must have been in the afternoon because i by that point a few people had said or a couple of people had said something it was uh, 6.42. And then the information came out from Sky probably after 8 o'clock. So it's not a case of I don't 
know anything. It's just a case of sometimes you can't reveal everything because, you know, people trust you with information and, you know, you don't want to out that information if you get it. But when it came out in the, in the afternoon and the evening from Sky that specifically this deal was not looking as certain, I was like, wow, okay. So it is true sort of thing. So, yeah, it's uh, that's kind of the situation that we're in right now. Uh, Mikey says, surely Awar is available on the cheap, £12 million. I mean, Bailey would be very happy to see you agree with that. But, uh, yeah, I just, I, I just can't, you know, I just can't see that being a beneficial move for Arsenal. I just don't rate Awar personally. I just don't think he's worth what Arsenal are, are trying to do. Um, Daly says, who would you want if we could not sign Tielemans? Um, it's a good question because, you know, the players that are out there that could be as good as Tielemans is is not loads that are available. You know, Fabian Ruiz is an option, would be an upgrade on Granit Xhaka, I think. Napoli are willing to sell um, and would be available for a similar fee to what Tielemans is. So Tielemans is, and, and Fabian Ruiz possibly is another really good option for Arsenal if we wanted to. Uh, Jamel says, how do you feel about Edu saying we expect four targets that really improved the squad compared to last season and the calibre of targets reported? Yeah, I, th- I think we talked about this before. You know, you think about um, the idea that Arsenal would go and sign five upgrades. I think if we got Champions League football, that would have happened. We didn't. So three to four upgrades plus depth. When Edu came out and said, we're only looking at bringing in, say, three signings. I didn't interpret that as three and no one else. I interpreted that as three top, top, top signings and then some other players to strengthen other positions on the field. Peter says, do you like the Lissandro move, Tom? Yes, I absolutely love it. Uh, I think it's a really, really smart piece of business if and only if Arsenal can get it done. Uh, Jamel says, uh, oh, sorry, that's the one I've already done. Uh, the bad guy says, on a scale of one to 10, how bad are the issues delaying the Tillemans deal? It's not as, It's not as simple as that as saying it's on a scale of one to 10. You know, it's just across the, all the different variables of this transfer, not everything is agreed. I mean, Arsenal haven't even bid for Tillemans yet. You know, we've not even put in an offer to Leicester yet, officially. It's not happened. So, and you've got to start questioning why. Why haven't Arsenal? Like, I'm, I'm trying to give you as much info as I can. Question to yourself, why wouldn't Arsenal have bid for the player yet? Personal terms have been agreed for a long time. So you've got to consider and question why Arsenal, therefore, would not have placed a bid for the player at this point. Rich says, Tom, listening between the lines, it sounds like uh, unappealing character traits have come up. No, that's not the reason. It's nothing to do with Tielemans. Uh, Daniel says, Martinez inverted as the left-back means Smith-Rowe works at a left 10, not an 8. Therefore, the issue isn't another 10. It's another wide player. What do you think? Um... Martinez inverted in the left-back positions. That means that you could operate with, say, Smith-Rowe as a left 10. Um, it means, or a kind of left-wide playmaker. It's also a situation where Martinez is is someone that gives you the balance like Tommy Asu does, you know. But I think more of an out-and-out winger like Saka probably suits that better than a Smith-Rowe. Martinelli, of course, you know, that's the type of player that you want to see. But Arsenal have wanted to sign a left-footed centre-back for some time. James Bend reported this initially. And you can imagine that being true because Pablo Marie is going to move on this summer and we've only got Gabriel who's left-footed and playing on that side. Um, Kubik says, hi, Tom. This Tillemans news is terrible. Do you think the deal can still be repaired? The deal can still be done. You know, the deal can still happen. It's just, 
you know, it's just a frustration. Um, it's just a frustration for me that this deal could have happened this summer and still can, and it might not. You know, that's that's the frustration for me is that I really wanted to see this deal take place. I really wanted to see this deal happen. And as I said, it still might. It's just a frustration that there's there's issues going on with it. Um, and it's annoying, but it is what it is. Anyway, we're going to wrap things up there because I can already feel the illness getting the better of me in today's show. Uh, do drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you are indeed new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. Uh, I'll be back at some point for specifically uh, an update on Alessandro uh, Martinez in a tactical breakdown form. Uh, I'm looking forward to speaking to you more on that. We will see you again very, very soon. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go. And you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.